This is your announcer, Shannon Saint Mainframe, welcoming you to our IP livecast. It's been so cold here that my mainframe started to freeze. Thankfully, the warm embrace of Rob's secondhand marijuana smoke thawed me right out. Though, I can't get the tartar sauce smell off, no matter what I do. Better than nothing. Our IP live cast starts. Now. Tartar sauce. Malfunction. Abort. Abort. I feel uh, the scent of tartar sauce has a certain je ne sais quoi that uh, other, other editoiles probably do not. Welcome to RIP Alive Cast. That was like Mustaine French. Editoiles! Joie de vivre! Welcome. We are we are a multilingual podcast. It's RIPL Livecast. It is Saturday afternoon, and what better way to spend your Saturday afternoon than hanging out with us live every Saturday, sometime around noon Eastern, uh, on the YouTube, on Twitch, on Facebook, and of course, archived for all to listen to and watch wherever fine podcasts are listen to wherever you listen to your fine podcast which our podcast would be it's rob here with sid hey and darren hi i i would hasten to say that uh, there may it must not be too many three-person podcasts in the u.s where everyone speaks a second language that's probably rare right besides english with the amount of podcasts there are nowadays folks I'm sure there are some. No, that's yeah. like maybe we're in the top tier. We, we are in some sort of podcast EGOT kind of thing when it comes to being bilingual, for sure. It's, you're right. an EGOT. <laughs> it's very egotistical of you to say, Rob. That's true. And uh, thank you for tuning in. Yeah, and thank you very much. Also, you I just realized welcome. that I have like a very nice raw product placement right here unintentionally what is that just a uh a paper company uh, oh i thought it was the 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 wrestling program oh no it's just paper. it's like pre-rolls but you you fill it you fill it up rob's been promoting raw for me for like 10 years he always tells me it's uh better than (laughs) i think it is he also i like like yes I like I like it raw in all forms. Oh baby, I like it raw. Wrestling, sex. <laughs> so so explain pre-rolls to me. Like if it's already how do you get the weed in there if it's already rolled up? You it's like a you, you just kind of tuck it in here. It's this is a revolution in joint technology because I I cannot roll for shit in the me traditional too. sense. Same. And it prevented me for years from enjoying marijuana a fine uh, marijuana joint which i think is truly the superior way to smoke like of all of all the the ways it's like it's number one in my opinion i used to have a a <coughs> polaroid picture i'll see if i can dig it out of a shoebox or whatever but my ex-girlfriend rolled a joint and i rolled a joint and they're next to each other and hers looks like a pre-roll and mine looks like a car ran over it <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I was once in LA, like like five years, like right before 
you know the the big boom of legalization and i had i had weed someone gave me like a nug of weed but i had nothing to smoke it out of and someone just had papers and that was the only like i remember i walked up and down sunset boulevard looking for a headshot for like over an hour <laughs> like a mile in each direction not exaggerating uh could not find anything and i was like fuck all right i guess i'm just gonna have to roll it and i rolled the saddest joint but did it get you <laughs> I, high though it, got, it worked it worked it was but but i made it happen but anyway so now the fine people at raw who i would love a raw endorsement if anyone from raw is listening <laughs> i will do it uh truly innovating in helping people get high totally recognizing that people want joints they don't know how to roll so they you know they they do the they create these little these little cylinders of pre-rolls, or you can get like a smaller amount. You can get just like you know, a few at your head shops. And so it's rolled, but it's it's not filled in, you know? So you just grind up your weed. Okay. And then they give you like a little, you could either make something or they give you like one of these little things to to put in here and you just boop, 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 boop. But, like, all right. <laughs> and, and how do you, do you pinch it closed? Or like, I've never used a pre-roll. Yeah, yeah. You like, you like twist the end like it's a little nipple. Yeah, it's easy peasy. You tease it, twist the nipples <laughs> before you smoke them. Yeah, or or you just fill it up all the way, and you don't really have to. But I mean, if you want, you definitely would want to like close it up if you're, you know, rolling it for later. I mean, you have you don't to close to, you the want... end. You're lighting, don't you? No, why? I don't know. Once it it's like lit, it'll you'll just have burned weed fall out of it and light your sofa on fire. No, you just tuck it in uh, good enough. It's fine. Okay. All right, uh, but yeah, that's necessary death out there. <laughs> well, no, I think the thing is with just weed and uh, paper, uh, it's much less privy to start a fire than uh, a cigarette because it's what keeps the fire going is all the other stuff, all the unnatural things in the paper. That's what. Whereas it's. I feel like a, a joint is far less. Dangerous. It's not to say it's not dangerous. There is still a possibility. Uh, well, gee, when I used to smoke on. weed, I, joints used to go out all the time. You have to keep reading. right. Exactly. Yeah. Zach in the chat just said banana grinders, and I don't know what that means, but it sounds very sexual. Wasn't that that Raffy song? <laughs> ring, 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 ring. Banana grinders. It's probably they're promoting their band, I would say. Or is it uh no, oh, it, maybe see. it's it's the 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 dating app just for dick pics? <laughs> or, or fans uh, of bananas. Uh no, Zach is talking about a revol another revolution in marijuana consumption development. Uh and that is uh from Banana Bros. <laughs> Banana Bros. It sounds like a porn company, but I guess so. It's like a joint. It's an automatic joint roller. So I guess you put your you put your cone in here, you put your weed up top, and then it, it grinds it up for you, and it fills the joint up. How much is if, that? What's the retail? A hundred fifty bucks. Seems like a like I, I could roll my own joint, but it's a nice little. This definitely guess, seems like something you would buy, Rob. Come on, this is like the weed version of a frother. You know what? I tell Do you it. what. I I tried. I purchased a preview. I don't know, Zach. Uh, do you have one of these? Do you have one of these banana grinders? Uh, because by the way, Zach I... is Douglas Levison from the Discord. In case you guys oh. are wondering. Okay. Uh, well, 
well, well, Dougie Levison. Uh, wait, I, I, wait, he, wait, wait. That wasn't the real Douglas Levison. <laughs> Sorry to freak you. Fuck. <laughs> Lied to Who me. is he? Now you I know. Want, I did buy a, an, an automatic grinder a few years ago, and I was very oh, disappointed. Yeah. So I, I, I never really looked back. But I was it like a Banana Bros? It wasn't a Banana Bros, no. Got to go get the top-notch brand, the yes. Banana Bros. I did recently splurge on, on a gravity bong. I think I mentioned it uh, on the show. It's like the student glass or whatever. It's, it's a very overpriced, but fancily built gravity bong. It was my little Christmas present to myself. Use promo code Rob's Banana. <laughs> oh, no. Don't, but don't Google that. Dusty Rhodes Muffler asks, Rob, do you own a flesh jack? Which I don't know what that is either. Is that like a fleshlight? Yes, that is. We it, talked it, about this on the air. Uh, and, Not that and you yes, own I, it, but what it is. <laughs> yes, I do. That was one of the early ways that I actually accidentally outed myself on the show. Very early on in the show's what? Uh, lifespan. This is when we were shooting in our Williamsburg studio. I remember... I, I forget, like, Sean was talking about something sexual, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, you're using, like, a flesh jack? And Sid, again, you were like, what the hell is a flesh jack? And I'm like, you know, that thing that you act yourself off with. And I then, remember this so and, then, and then you were like, you mean a flesh light? And I was like, yes, sure. I remember <laughs> this. Let me tell nobody, you my experience. Nobody picked up on it. I nobody didn't pick up on it. it. I thought you were, like, trying to be cool that you knew what a fleshlight was and just got the <laughs> word wrong. Yeah. So know it. Okay. Okay. There we go. Okay, that's understandable. But I do what's remember the difference? It like, well, it's the difference is the... he had a flesh jack. That's the no. I'm saying I, what's I, the I, difference between oh. the two items? Well, first of all, I did not have one at that at that time, Jaron. Do not put that on me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, the difference is just the 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 flesh lights are marketed to women. They're the vaginas, and the flesh jacks are the, no, the other way around. The, no, the flesh lights are uh, the flesh lights are marketed to straight people. Yes, and the flesh jacks are marketed to the gays. But so, what does the opening look like? A butthole? Yeah. Okay. Well, that could still be marketed to do. And they also and they also make, make make dildos as well, which yeah. would not be a flesh. So, jack. Like, that's just a dildo. <laughs> are we talking about like just a, a purely uh, superficial difference? Like it just looks like an asshole, and it's the same products. Because you exactly you, you could it's get made, off. It's by made putting, by the exact exactly. A gay yeah. man could put his penis in a in an artificial vagina and be perfectly fine with it, but they want right. to be an ass. Well, you don't really see it at like you're not looking at it. Yeah, <laughs> when you're putting it. <laughs> you don't look at what you're doing down there, but your eyes but are like, up here. I mean, yeah, like just the, the science of it. You know, like while you're your, working it, you're not looking at what the hole. Yeah, like, you know, you don't see the hole when it's like. When your dick's in it. <laughs> no, but you see the outside of it, isn't it? Like it's still not really like a vagina. No, because it's pointed down, right? I, I guess. It, oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I, I don't. I really guess if know you're laying, lay, even if you're like laying, it's a weird angle to actually see the hole. You don't. You only see the hole like what you know what you're looking at. Is it a so smaller that, hole for the flesh? It really, 
I guess I've never used yeah. a, a flashlight. I, wouldn't, I vaguely I remember talking it. about this. I because that's I probably yeah. Had I feel like on that. the on there is a Patreon episode. Yes, folks, where we where we deep dive into this. <laughs> but, so and we and we do dis- discuss. You all show us. It says it is. I believe one of the uh, bonus like audio episodes, or like it's one of those episodes where we do the sex links. Yeah, it's a boners episode. <laughs> yes, and I and I do even yes you do. Oh, no. <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely a hard r rating <laughs> you don't take your dick out or anything you just show us no. the toy yeah right there we go well he might have taken uh, his dick out it was just below did, the yeah. camera, <laughs> camera again our eyes oh, wow. aren't down there we don't know i i i never taken my dick out during the show folks wow. yeah, oh, not even by accident that is a guarantee guarantee by you're wearing some knock around shorts and it just flopped out <laughs> I, I I was never aware. I was I never consciously took my ticket. That's fair. That's what his legal representation told him to say. <laughs> you should do an episode live from the Schwitz next week. Oh, oh no! Uh, I went to I went to the Schwitz in L.A. There's a few stories from L.A. that actually I wanted to talk about. But uh, first question is, before you tell the story, it. yeah, were there Russians in there? <laughs> no, 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 no. This was a it's like a Korean spa. Uh, there's like a, a a few Korean spas, and I there's actually just gay dedicated uh, bathhouses where it's like, you know, not discouraged to hook up. I, um, I'm sure New York City has that too. No. Uh, yes, uh, but the <laughs> they're they're not maintained well enough not to, to warrant. Not fresh. Yes. No, they're completely broken down, so it's not worth going to. From what well, from what I've so read in the reviews, all the drains have cum encrusted in them and stuff. Right. The water backs well, up. Well, apparently, like the saunas don't even work. So it's like, well, you know, like it's look. just a motel. It's just yeah, a exactly. bench to get blown up. At this point, exactly, it's a motel with like a a, a lobby to meet people to hook up with. Essentially, it's analog grinder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, know, so I have a, but but the the Korean bathhouses in LA that are not it's not uh it, it's not explicitly gay, right. but they very much look the other way. Well, uh, like like they there are safeguards in place <laughs> to to where I feel like okay they know that gay people hook up. This is them kind <laughs> of just you know like making sure like hey there's like a candy bowl but it's just prep. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think? Do you think the uh, Koreans started this bath and they wanted to just do a legit bath and so many gay guys overwhelmed it that they were just like, all right, I surrender. Here's the here's the uh, maybe the- <laughs> I, I think about that all the time. Yeah, I don't know. I, or just in general, these are just two uh, forms of clientele <laughs> that uh, that really enjoy this kind of thing. Do you, do you uh, think uh, there's like a lot of tourists that just want a spa bath and then they don't realize where they are and then they but they're like Midwesterners that never encountered a gay person before. Well, I feel like if you, if you do that, you can still have a, you can guide your way through it without getting involved with any of that stuff. Well, that actually, that was my next question. Like, you know, maybe you can still have a bath or whatever, but you can't, or a spa, you know, a sauna, but Mm -hmm. you might, have two guys making out right next to you that's what i'm saying like is that with that right well the thing is so what with this particular one the way the there's just one one of the saunas is like the hookup sauna which is the one with the steam because it gets so steamy you essentially cannot look you cannot see past like 
a foot further, if even. So if you and but the thing is, there's also a giant glass uh, panel so you could see through it, you know, into the main room. Uh, so if you are just going to get the steam, you can just sit closer to the panel where there is no sexual activity going on. So uh, unless, but, unless the person is a little desperate, but like, <laughs> but very, but even still, like, it's a very, uh, everything is about consent. So the moment somebody says, no, thank you, nobody's bothering, you know, and like people right. kind of, you, you, it's very, it's a lot of, uh, uh, signals, you know, like with like eye contact or or like just physical contact. So if a person is clearly not engaging in signals, you're not going to interact with them. So because of the steam, it's kind of like using a flesh jack. Like you can't see what's going on with your cock. It's just uh, it's no. A you could see you could see within the range of your your person, and and maybe the person directly next to you, but like two or three people further, you cannot see. Yeah. What if somebody like reaches their foot over from across the? <laughs> Schmitz and starts giving you a foot job. You wouldn't know where that foot was coming from. Yeah, or what's on it? Yeah, get some I, fungus I, on your balls. I, I don't think you guys have been to a steam room. You don't understand how it works, but no, I but, don't. but okay. <laughs> it is a very good like. Besides, for me, honestly, though, the other thing is with this this particular steam room, like the science of it makes it very difficult. Like you have to be a fucking intense pervert <laughs> to like really really <laughs> to like really get like you have to be have to be really need to be get off to like to have the endurance to get off just because it's so hot your blood pressure rises you know what i'm saying and you have a boner it's like it's hard to 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 do all of that it, you need a doctorate you need a doctorate in perverted shit yeah yeah like like some of these guys like for like i am am very i'm very much a voyeur for the most part uh i am not participating because it's just like it's too it's too much it's like it's too too much pressure in a sense to like perform you know you get what i mean like like it's too much going on <laughs> and, and and i'm truly there for the schmitz like i want i was tired <laughs> like when i went it was already it was already like uh nine or ten o'clock they close at midnight so it's like late in the day. For me, it's like one in the morning. I'm not like I cannot. <laughs> I don't have the stamina to be that horny at that moment. Like I just want to. I want to get some uh, some jacuzzi time and, and some schmitzen in. But they uh, have an audience. <laughs> gays get old too. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Uh, and but no, there was stuff like there was stuff going. On. There was one guy oh, who I I <laughs> I was. I was apprehensive if I want to. I, I want to share the story. It's a little explicit, but I it was, was John I would like Travolta. To, just admit it, it was. <laughs> I always wonder, like, oh, am I going to run into Kevin? Like, this feels like the one that, like, a Kevin Spacey or a John Travolta would go Whoa, to. Oh my god, Kevin this Spacey. place! And there you were, definitely there were fifteen-year-olds in there. Were oh, there? No, 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 no. God, no you have they're, to. They're very. That's the thing about this place. It's very clean. It's very strict with the. Uh, you know, you you have to be carded. Uh, you have to be vaccinated. All, all this. Stuff. I believe it. I'm just saying. When you said Kevin Spacey, I got some. Oh, worried. I just mean like it's a very like Hollywood cruisy. Like oh, I, I see know. a lot of guys. There are there are certainly th this uh, clientele of like older gentlemen that you know are like agents or you know like you could tell they work in in Hollywood, and, and just with their like just for men die job on their on Is their hair running down the side of their head. <laughs> 
it's never question. been that it's never been that explicit. Uh but uh so it is kind of funny like the the kind of character archetypes that you kind of run into at these spots. Uh and like this one guy was what I would like to call the collector. Oh no. <laughs> In that he was very aggressive when somebody was at the moment of climax. <laughs> the collector would appear give me, to give me, collect give to the point that there was one guy, there was one instance where uh, a person was filleting another person. And and that person was during climax, and the collector and the filator <laughs> started like having a sword, like like argue, like like fighting over over the. <laughs> These are people that don't know each other. Don't know each other. Like, <laughs> all three of them don't, and like the guy is just like, <laughs> like you know, uh, the guy's just there trying to get off. I'm trying to think of like. What I would do if I was somewhere like looking some puss and then like a guy just poked his head in there. It's like if you're at dinner with your partner and you get a couple of glasses of champagne and then all of a sudden somebody walks up from another table and says, hey, can I get a sip? Yeah. Who the fuck are you? No. You just get the end this of your sip. You the end of your, well, just the end yeah. of your wine glass. That's all I'm And, just and the, the thing is, it's like, hey, hey, I've, I've been the one kind of working on this. <laughs> I've been waiting on this wine forever. You can't just come in here and <laughs> take this wine. Uh, so that was hilarious. The collector and... sounds like a new HBO Max show. Or <laughs> Actually, there was a movie called The Bone Collector. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this is, it's this a sequel. Is, the Bone. It's very similar. The Cum Collector. Uh, <laughs> it was. It was wild, and this guy totally looked like your, like like the archetypal uh, San Francisco like biker kind of daddy vibe. But obviously without clothes, <laughs> like he wasn't wearing any leather. <laughs> say leather in a Schwitz, Jesus. No, everyone's naked. You know, I'm sure his uh, skin with, was with a towel. Leathery. Uh, he was in good shape. He had. He was probably on a good uh, testosterone replacement cycle. <laughs> Jesus, that's <laughs> L.A. Uh, I mean, so... that's isn't that why he wants to collect? That's he's getting the oh. testosterone from there. Right That's a good story. point. That's a good point. He might, not even, he might not even be gay. Yeah, it's goes, not a sexual thing. He goes to the gay schwitz after his workout. <laughs> it's like either that or drinking the blood of Christian babies. So somehow this is the more acceptable option. Barely. <laughs> good times. So you said you also had a story about Quentin Tarantino? Yes. So I, uh, the other thing I wanted to mention was, uh, I went to on the first night, I, I vaguely mentioned this, uh, I believe last week that I went to the comedy store on the first night, uh, just because I didn't want to pass out. I was like, it was like seven 30, which is like 10 30 East coast time, which that's bedtime for Raba. <laughs> so, uh, I was like, Oh, I should, I should leave. Cause I don't want to wake up at essentially, uh, four in the morning, uh, so I went to the comedy store and I get there pretty reasonable time sitting in, in, in the kind of side area. And uh, 
and then I just see the people in my area are kind of like whispering, like, I'm like, oh, oh, who could it be? Who could it be? Who could it be? And I just like look up and instantly you can't you can't miss him. It's fucking Quentin Tarantino sitting like two tables away from me or something like that. Uh, I took a photo. I'll, I'll display it in a second. I took a was creeper he by shot. Himself or was he with? Uh, yeah, he was by himself. Wow. Uh, he had the the booth all to himself, and he looked good. He looked like he was wearing a, a nice, wearing a nice uh, button down with a sweater over it. Well, he's like 60, 65 years old now, right? He's, yeah, he's definitely like, looks that. Uh, and he was just drinking. He had like uh, water, uh, seltzer. He's fifty nine. He had Surprised a water that young. <clears throat> yeah, so it was like a water, a seltzer, and then like a some sort of whiskey drink, you know. Uh, and he stayed for like an hour ish, and in a way, it kind of, it kind of like it was cool, but also it ruined the moment for me because now I'm not just watching a comedy show. I immediately look to see how is Quentin Tarantino you know, is reacting to. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that, like I I judge. The, the bit I'm like that's not funny and then I have to look to be like is he laughing okay good he doesn't you know he doesn't. but it was interesting because you know it's a Wednesday night at the comedy store uh the headliner was Mark Marin and then it's like all these other people that are just like whoever you know like just just working comedians I guess the the only other name would have been Tim Dillon uh who's actually uh surprisingly surprisingly had strong material I would say and good delivery. Uh, but yeah, so he only stayed for like an hour or whatever. And then and then he got the hell out of there. He was over it. Uh, here, I'm trying to load the Did photo you follow here. him? Did you try to see where he was going no. to the after party? Uh, I don't think the after party was he's probably going home, going to bed. Oh, <laughs> Quentin Tarantino? I don't think so. What do you mean? He was up till four, the- in the a- 4 a.m. doing coke off of uh, young women's lower backs. <laughs> When every night, Rob, what do you mean? When he's about to turn 60, he's living like there's no tomorrow. Okay, so here's my view, and then here he is. Okay, yes, I can immediately from the profile, I could tell. Yeah, you could, yeah, you can't. Like, I was like, Oh, where is he? Oh, there he is, (laughs) you know, like it was so quick. (laughs) That skull shape is very recognizable, (laughs) yeah. And so, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, and you know, he laughed, he laughed at the things you would expect him to laugh at. And, uh, uh, <laughs> Dusty Rosewalter says, uh, did you introduce yourself as Rob from metal injection? No, Dusty Rosewalter. I did not have a chance to introduce myself. I did manage to go to the bathroom and get a good, good front frontal view of him. And we made eye contact. And then he was like, I need to put you in one of my movies. And that's when I said, yes, I'm, I'm Rob from metal injection couple of comments here. EP09 said, what do you guys think of the recent announcement of Pantera being kicked off three European tour dates? We talked about this in the last show. EP Zeroni, you were in the chat last week when we talked about this. Come on, EP (laughs) Zeroni. So go back and check that if you missed that part of the show. It was a a, a fun time discussing that. Yeah. It was very Uh, fun. Does the B in Rob's hat stand for beanie as in Pasabini? As pronounced by Frankie from Emure. Uh J- Jadov Jadovi. <laughs> Jadov. Jadov, that's a good question, Jadov. Uh uh, funny enough, 
I was just telling Sid that I went through my live journal yesterday. You told me. And- what made you do this all of a sudden, by the way? Um, what made me do this? Uh, I don't know. I, I forget what, like what made me think of it. Uh, but I was like, oh, let me see if I could just remember this, uh, this password. Uh, and then I, it? I lo- <laughs> it actually, t- it, the problem was figuring out what my username was, which I'm, I'm not sharing. <laughs> Robert at wrestling arena.net. Uh, no, it wasn't that. But anyway, uh, I, found, <laughs> I bet it was. I found an entry about uh, going to see Glass Casket at CBGB's, which, <laughs> if you recall, we found the excerpt of Frankie from Muir talking about the first time he met me was at this Glass Casket show at CBGB's, and that I misremembered him like like i misidentified him and thought that i was like a big dick that i thought he was in glass casket so i found my (laughs) journal entry and i apparently also (laughs) wrote about this moment uh is this in the rundown that i uh let me see the just the 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 headline is in the rundown not your actual journal i see i see okay did i paste whatever his name is But uh, essentially, oh wait, hey, uh, you. I mean, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what Rob's saying right now. I think <laughs> you cut and pasted it to me in our G chat. You want me to see yeah. if I can find it? Yeah, see if you can find. Okay, it. Okay, vamp that. a little. I need to scroll. <laughs> so, but uh, it was very, it was very, it was a very similar recollection. <laughs> To what uh, <laughs> Frankie had, but for my POV, mm. uh, Dusty Rhodes Buffler says my live journal username was TT Boy. No, close. That's Noah's brother. Uh, ball Stretcher four twenty at Yahoo says Drinker Daddy. I think that was uh, before the ball stretching started. Yeah, that, yeah. I only I only learned of that in my adult life. In you might have just. I was gonna life. say you might have just been a fan of other people's ball stretching and and weed. I it was not something <laughs> I considered. It was not something I considered until until a hookup took a little initiative. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, I didn't know that part of it. Mm-hmm. I thought you figured uh, that on your own. No, no. This is this is what uh, be going out and uh, <laughs> making friends does does to a person. Stretches uh, your balls out. <laughs> Did you find it, Sid? I'm still looking. Give me a moment. Uh, I could just probably find it in the. I think I'm still logged into my live journal. Okay, I got it. I got it. Where do you want me to send it to you? Uh, I'll put it in put our it in private chat. chat. Okay. Okay. Sure. Speaking Here of we email, go. You know. <laughs> uh, so a lot of it. Uh, a good amount of these live journal entries towards the end. I, <laughs> it was just me copying and pasting aim conversation. So it, it would be usually something I would write to Noah or, or a conversation I would have with somebody. Anyway, so I wrote, we went to Glass Casket tonight. It was me with Nick. We met up with Anthony, Marty, and Kay. Three seconds getting in. I get recognized. Some guy giving me some demo. <laughs> so that was I your pretty, demo? Nah, I'm pretty sure this is Frankie Valveri. Uh, then we go on the hunt for glass casket and the guy who's talking to me said the band is down the block. So we walk down and see the guys and then they, they don't look like it. Okay. Yeah, that, that's it. Uh, oh, wait, wait, yeah, there's more. they don't look like they're the band. Wait, it got cut off. Uh, is, is there more? What do you mean? There's, 
So we walk down and see these guys, and they don't look like they're in the band, but whatever, I say hi, and it turns out they aren't in the band. They are the band that douche was from. Oh, the du- oh okay. There we go. Rob, <laughs> so just did, Rob just didn't want to say the douche part. You, <laughs> oh, the du- I thought it was the douche was promoting. I thought it was. Oh, maybe. Thought, uh, it just says prom. Yeah. So. Uh I thought maybe yeah. So that that was that that was definitely Frankie from Amur. So <laughs> I'm like, hey, are you the dude from Glass Casket? He's like, no, we're we're in Amur, <laughs> and 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 that is stuck with him for so much. And I love that my record, like, oh, this guy kept promoting his band. I don't know what the fuck they were talking about. As somebody who has not followed the career of Frankie Palmieri, can you tell me what is the relative popularity of Amur at that moment that you ran into him? I guess nothing. They were just starting. They they popped off a few years after that. So why should he care that you didn't know him? Nobody knew them then. Because Rob should well, have been nice to the little guy. Because then maybe now Rob could have ridden that all the way to the top. He could have said what? he was supporting him. You're from the I know. from the very humble beginnings, and then he could have been like their manager. Could be a whole different it, thing. He frankly like, could be your best like friend. My, my job. It was my job to. Uh... To have to know all these new bands. Uh, Come on, I, you can't know every single shitty band handing out CDs at a show. I agree with you. I'm not. I am, it's not like I feel bad about it. I just think it's funny that I wrote about it as well from in like this totally like like blowing it off kind of way, and it's it's this memory that it lasted with with him so much so. Yeah, when he launched his podcast, when he's talking to this temple guy. They had to bring that up about this Robert is very Jr. perceptive that even then you knew he was a douche like you had that pegged right <laughs> no offense to rob i think that was a low bar of uh perception to be quite honest that there. might be been glaringly obvious but that is really casting that whole like podcast in a new light like i really just thought I, he was just being a dick but there's some real trauma there i feel like I think so as well. Yeah, if I had known, I would have. Uh... Next time I see Frank, I'm going to apologize to him. I thought you were going to say you're going to rub it in more. <laughs> and then you're going to ask him what he thinks about the glass casket reunion. Well, yeah, like first thing I would have seen was like, yo, Frankie, how's that glass casket reunion going? You know, <laughs> And then he's going to be like, bro, seriously? Like, I'm not in glass casket. I'm in a mirror. I thought we established this. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know how much this means to you. I'm sorry that you're in him, you're. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, yeah, so, but, so that was really, so it was funny. The other funny thing about the Quentin Tarantino thing is nobody brought it up on stage. That he was in until, the audience. Uh, oh. That he was in the audience, right. Because you don't want to, you don't like, he obviously doesn't want to be called out. He's trying to just be a civilian you know he's not trying to be and in that room probably there's somebody famous in the audience like 50 percent of the time so Mm -hmm. and uh but of course greg fitzsimmons comes out and immediately goes do you know who's here he's gone now but Quentin was in the audience. Isn't that crazy? And it was at that point that I'm like, all right, I can go out and smoke a joint. If this is how you're fucking starting your... your <laughs> right. But wait, so was bit. he? did he use that as like a springboard to jokes? Or was it just... No, to, just to gossip. So why say that? I understand yeah, if you had a joke to go with it. but uh, Maybe, yeah, you know what? Weird. Maybe he did have a joke and I was just so you were like... Ah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh... So that was that. I also, 
I did want to mention also, I have a very fond memory of going to the public pool there. You know, I uh-uh. mentioned here on the show that no, no, nothing, nothing, uh, nothing, nothing scandalous or, or sexual. Yeah, nothing like that. Uh, that that was all for the Korean spa story. Uh, but uh, no, there's a really good, great public pool in WeHo, West Hollywood, which is like considered, I guess, like the Chelsea, the gay neighborhood, the. Uh, but also, I think it's just like the hip neighborhood as well. Uh, anyway, so they have a public pool on the roof of this like six-story government building or something. And it's fucking awesome. It's a heated pool. So even though it was kind of like chilly, it was like 60 degrees. The pool was like 85. It was fucking awesome. And uh, it's such a difference going to a public pool in West Hollywood and going to a public pool in the Russian neighborhood here in <laughs> Brooklyn, New York. Uh, because wouldn't you know it, like old uh, old athletic people in WeHo are far nicer and more personable than old athletic Russian geriatrics. <laughs> would you Would you believe that? Hard to believe. Everyone was so nice and like such a like they looked like they were they could be actors on Days of Our Lives. <laughs> That's your muffler. I miss the old WeHo. You're right. <laughs> uh everyone was so polite. I got into this incredible conversation with this like old gentleman, like a, a senior citizen waiting for his wife. Uh, to come out of the changing room. <laughs> no, no, no. This guy, this guy was like an old Jew from New York. Was it Ricky was, Rackman? <laughs> but he was kind of like we were like joking about how how the neighborhood. Changed. He was joking about the old WeHo because he was saying how the rent used to be like like the rent across the street would be like two hundred a month, and now it's like whatever three thousand or whatever it would be, and then how how he. Uh, uh, somehow then I, I start I started talking about City Field. Oh, we were talking about Dodger Stadium, and then I talked about City Field. And he said that he, when uh, Yankee Stadium uh, closed down, the original one, he went and, and d- did a walk on the stair, you know, like uh, up all the bleachers and all that. And his wife was like, why would you do that? And he, he was like, you just don't get it. You just don't get it, honey. You just don't get it. <laughs> it was like one of those fun little... David? He, almost, he was like Larry David without the, the cynicism. He was he was like much more personable than my impression gives off. But it was it was a very quaint conversation. And everyone was so polite. Like so at the, at the pool, at the Russian pool, occasionally it gets busy. You know, it's a first come first serve. And there's about let's see, there's eight lanes. So if all the lanes start filling up, people double up and you split the lane. And then there there's certain points when every lane, it's so busy that every lane is doubled up. And at that point, sometimes people triple up and you start just swimming instead of half and half. You swim in a circle. You swim in like a loop within the lane. It gets a little wild. Anyway, so at one point, the whole like it is fucking busy as busy can be. And there there happens to be one lane where this one old Russian lady is slowly fucking floating back and forth in this lane where where every other lane is like two or three people. And this old Russian guy comes, he's like, miss, you know, in Russian, miss, can we split the lane? And she's like, no, 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 you're going to go too fast. It doesn't work for me. 
and like, miss, there's no other lane for me to go to. No, I'm sorry. No, you can't. You go, go in another one. Go split with this person. It's like there's already two people in that lane. You're one person. Yeah, but now you're going to be too splashy. It doesn't I like my contacts. <laughs> Whereas like with this one, they're like, oh, no, no, no. I'll, I'll share with you. You know, oh, it's you know, like everyone's fine. Everyone's fine. Everyone's a human being. I'm hashtag what is with these old lady. People? She doesn't have much time left. Let her enjoy the fucking pool. Leave her alone. Give her her Get space. Get the fuck out of here. Go in the slow lane, lady. Leave is the there a slow? Lane. Yeah. The the two lanes on the edges are the slow lane. Maybe whatever lane she in she's in becomes the slow lane. You're right. In How a way, honestly, that? it's it's more the it's more on. The lifeguard. You're a moron. I'm not a moron. What? <laughs> the onus is on the lifeguard so to be directing. There's lifeguards. Uh, well, of course. I hit the Russian pool. I would think like the value of you life can't. is so low that why you bother guarding <laughs> it. Well, it, for legalities, you know, you can't. Uh, they don't, they don't care. Sued. They just pay off the inspector. <laughs> the birthplace of insurance fraud. You think they care about the legalities? They just find one of the guys that sleeps in the Brighton Beach train station. You the lifeguard today. These lifeguards are the most fucking apathetic. Like, yeah. they're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay. Sometimes I'm just like, hi. And, and, and then I'm, I'm like, are they talking to me? Like, oh, no, they're on the phone. <laughs> they're on their AirPods. Oh, you're drowning. You got some water in your mouth. Oh, I got oh. I got problems, too. I got the car premium. <laughs> it's really that. It's really like like no, nobody checks me in anymore. Oh, uh, yeah, it's OK. Go ahead. Go ahead. They know you. Oh. They know your face. Yeah, yeah. No, they know me. Uh, I need plus to show one. my vaccination. Vaccination. <laughs> The water, the chlorine in the water knocks all that right out. You're fine. Never. There was never a, what's funny is like, there are, there were signs at one point vaccine required, but nobody ever checked it. They can't read English anyway. They're going to look at their card. It's all gibberish to them. They don't know. I got to tell you, you know, that happened to me when I was umpiring uh, last year in the schools, whenever it started again, or late 2021, even, uh, I would go around ready to show my, and they were like, just go in, whatever. Like, no one, maybe one person in the last 18 months checked my vaccination. <laughs> I, I think it's more, they just don't want the hassle. Like, right. you know, I could have never gotten vaccinated if I didn't want to. <laughs> and Drake, your daddy says they'll probably sell you a vaccine card if you don't yeah, have one. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> I was handled so badly. Like, how fucking, like, you know, how vaccination cards worked and everything like completely scattershot yeah at least here well but the good news is that uh it's all over now oh awesome yeah if you're listening to this on your deathbed from covid just know (laughs) everything's fine here in 2023 it's all over maybe maybe something happens in the future but as of right now it's over oh that's good to know everything's wide open (laughs) No one wears a mask anywhere, anywhere anymore. My parents still wear masks. They're, oh, that's they're, good. They're pretty... My mom does yeah. as well, yeah. I do sometimes. It depends where I'm going. Like any doctor visits, you're required. And like if I'm yeah. going inside a store. But like in a restaurant, I don't. I don't in a restaurant because it's impossible for anyone to be right on top yeah. of you. you know? But I mean, if anywhere else... 
where I'm standing up, walking around in a public space, I wear it just in case somebody fucking sneezes yeah. on me or whatever. And no, I, I don't really, I don't wear I, the only t- the only place I wear it is an airplane. That's the only place where I'm just still grossed out by it. Otherwise, I'd, I'm over it. Over it. You wore it at the AEW show. Is that because of me only, or is that? Uh... I mean, that was already like. Two years ago. No, it, <laughs> it was a while ago. It wasn't two years ago. It was over a year. It was a year and a half ago, at least. The last one we went to, I think, was in early 2022. I might, I might be wrong on that. We went to the... Do you mean the Grand Slam? I didn't wear no, it at the Grand Slam. I don't know which one was the last one. The only one... I, I, the first one we went to, because I think that was also one of the first uh, live events that I had gone to uh, as well. Uh, but yeah, I stopped basically. I don't really, eh, I've been all right. Okay. Don't you? I got a, it's all right. I got it when I went to, when I went to LA, uh, last May. So it's very, I I built on my tolerance. It is true. It's very hard to get COVID twice unless you have some like comorbidity or something going on there. Mm -hmm. I mean, but I just wear it. I don't honestly. The real reason I wear my mask everywhere is that I don't get anything else either. And that's I, what I noticed. I don't get sick at all since masks were a yeah. thing. So, and I like it, and it keeps my face warm. And oh, in the winter, it's it's fantastic just for that. For I that, for the very reason I enjoy it. I'm, I'm almost not really that worried about COVID anymore. Like it's it's it just I don't like germs, you know. So just never thought to do it until I guess really not that I never thought to do it, but I it just would have looked weird until everyone started wearing a mask, and then it became an option to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we're all putting on masks, and you're just gonna be silent the rest of the yeah. show. If you're listening on audio, we're all putting masks on now. Uh, I want to share this very important Hulk Hogan tweet from oh, last no. week. I ran out of toilet paper, brother. Help! <laughs> January twenty third. Is that so? Uh, like it says I, I, above I, there. Like is it was ten fifty? Did he think he was texting someone? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe like DMing? Oh yeah, possibly. But like. I love that even in this emergency situation, he calls people brother. Like he takes the time to write brother. It's so as opposed to just getting to the point. And eight exclamation H- marks. Yeah, Hogan knows uh, how to use autofill. He just start, writes B, and then like <laughs> automatically, no matter what B word he wants to say, it always goes to brother. But, Are there? Uh, is there any follow up? Did Did he get the toilet paper eventually? <laughs> I'm very worried. I'm no he's still on the toilet waiting. There's no follow-up, but there is this appropriate reply. Let's. Oh, oh no. Well, they had. They said I had to take a steamer before I get out of here. So I just unleashed a major toxic. I think the paint's starting to come off the walls. Oh no! What, what is going on? Definitely gonna have to bring my. My walking pharmacy into the bathroom with me. I think after this steamer, hold on. Courtesy flush. What's going in there? Why is 
Is he naked in the bathroom? I mean, I guess, right? I guess he has a gown yeah, on that you have to be going home after that steamer. Oh, go back. Oh, there was like a fart, fart in there. Yeah, definitely a fart. That wasn't me playing anything. Going home after that steamer. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Was that the flush? Was that the flush? This is the flush. I think I'm definitely going to be going home after that steamer. I think that was oh, the flush. I think that was a flush. The walls were yellow. They're turning the musty uh, green is brown right now. Brother. Get with the brother. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I just, I got, I watched that and I get way too much of a glimpse of what it's like to hang around with Hulk Hogan. And it's do you very, think, yeah. Do I you don't think like right that. before that he had some field parmesan? <laughs> he had something. No, you know, honestly, what this the him talking to me in a personal way is way more creepy than him taking a shit there. Absolutely yeah. agree. It sounds it's just, like he, it's like his bedroom voice. Yeah, he's way too close to me. I don't. Also, just just yeah, like like seeing him with like ca- yeah, casual Hulk. I can't handle it. Like he's such a, a car- cartoon character to me. You know, like a total caricature in every way. Like he's he's con- like any context I've seen him in has been like hype mode. So for him not to be in hype mode, I can't handle it. His shit must be one giant steroid. <laughs> this big steroid turd. It's a Is very he... conflicting thing for me hearing his like sexy voice yeah. now because like for the first dozen or so years of my life, he was like the shining star hero of my world. He was my everything. So there's a part of me now that hears that voice is like, well, if he was naked in front of me and hitting on me, would I just do something just because it's Hulk Hogan and like oh, to honor God. him? Would you have? I, wow. I so, are you, are you uncovering some sort of bisexuality? No, it's just specifically for no. this one man. But I don't <laughs> think I would do it, but I don't want to be put in the situation to find out. Right. Like, it, was he was, just, it was just to uh, please uh, his, his idol. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. It's, it's a very conflicted. Wow, Sid was very easily groom, groomable <laughs> yeah, as a Hulk child. Hogan, wow. Hulk Hogan would have easily groomed me. Yes, twelve-year-old Sid. Yeah, so, don't try it now. He doesn't even want to go out for anybody, even people he likes. <laughs> yeah, he might be too old now. Though in that video, he still looked all right. I don't know when that video. Yeah. Was from. <laughs> he could get it in that video. He unlocks some memories for you. Yeah, as long as the the, the smell doesn't come with the video. Oh. <laughs> Walking mirror said, "Yap up high, Indian strap match, Jack. Strap on match. Sorry, strap oh, on. No. Ma- the real thing was the strap match. You ever see that video? See, did you see that one? I don't know. It doesn't sound familiar. It was in WCW, and they they they." Uh, insisted on having this uh, American Native American themed strap match called a Yap. Well, it wasn't he was getting the name wrong? I think it's like Yap Yapahai or something else, and he kept saying Yapapai, brother. It was against Rick who Flair. was it against? Rick Flair, I think. Wow, yeah, yeah, I definitely have not seen that. I was uh, thinking it would be like Tatanka or something. No, he was already in WCW. Well, I guess Tatanka yeah. was there at some point. But. What do either of them have to do with an Indian strap match? That's very random that those I, two would be put in that 
situation. He wasn't there yet. Oh, some jerk off in WCW came up with, we're going to do this. So they worked it in. You know, it doesn't. I think Ric Flair beat him with a belt or whoever he was fighting beat him with a belt. And it became like, we have to do a strap match. It's really funny promo if you can find it, Rob. Uh, I can't. I found uh, it. I don't want to show it because then our YouTube video will be completely blocked because WWE oh, are no fun. All right. Uh, so, but I will share it in our in our wrestling Discord. The perfect reason to join our oh, Discord. Yeah. It's completely free. RAPLivecast.com. Click the invite. I'm sharing the link right now. You can see it in there, and then our our video will not be. Uh, removed from youtube and there's also a really funny uh remix song that uh maybe i could play the audio of this because it's a song so it's like it won't be as identifiable but let's see this do you hear it yes (laughs) there you go the apple pie. So. The apple pie, brother. Give me the apple pie from head to toe. Please, Mr. Flair. I'm sorry I crossed the line. I want the apple pie in the proper position. Please, Mr. Flair. I'm sorry I crossed the line. Woo! First things first, Mr. Flair. You're not responsible for the last bird of the apple pie. I'm exactly you know, brother. As I waited for an eternity, brother, with Jimmy Hart. All right, never mind. Hulk Hogan couldn't get it anymore. I want to let Dr. Proper know, Dr. Unger know, and Dr. Hughes know. I reek of being a man. Give me Yappa Pie from head to toe. Please, Mr. Flair, I'm sorry I crossed the line. I want Yappa Pie. Oh, there's even a chorus. Please, Mr. All right, I'll share that in the... <laughs> that was produced by Rizzo. Well. I bet you didn't know that. Mm. He's a piece of work. What if, what if he uh, went to fuck a uh, disc jockey's wife and ate a bunch of yapple pie before the, <laughs> well, that, I think before be the right. video? It would make oh. his, uh, his issue very sweet. I ate yapple pie and I'm really fucking fat. I'm a fat pig, brother. Oh, maybe he, that guy the, that, that came on the collector had the apple pie come. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what it was that he ate? Was it a. It was something parm? parm. It was chicken, veal, something. I think it was veal parm. Yeah, I think I remember always quoting chicken, but then when we played it back, finally it was veal. And I was a little mm. disappointed. For the poor baby oh. cow that was slaughtered. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you saw. Apparently, Hulk Hogan is now the latest recruit for Scientology. Uh, now, uh, there was well recently. His current girlfriend is is uh, very big in Scientology circles, and there was some football game. I think it was in Tampa or something that Tom Cruise was in the same suite as as the Hulkster, and there's wow. a belief that Cruise was trying to recruit him. But like. Why not? Like he's not that famous anymore. Yeah. What? Why do they want him now? Well, they're running out. <laughs> I guess they, yeah. they're scraping the C tier now of celebrities. Jeez. 
But what, like, what, how do you was, go through, like, what is he, 65 years of life and not is, realize that Scientology is a scam unless you're in it and they're actively working on you? But I mean, like, a regular person has to know. How stupid is he? It's a scam, but I feel like they offer extra perks to actual famous people where it makes it worth it somehow. Like, they could help your career. I mean, Tom Cruise seems pretty miserable with all this stuff. Like, it's just been nothing but Is a he? burden burden to him. No, I don't mean, like, he has nothing good in his life or anything, but, I mean, this has not added to his life, you know? They have blackmail on him, supposedly. I, I disagree. Like I a true believer. Yeah, I think he's into it. I don't know. I don't get the vibe that he doesn't like it. I think he... Wasn't that... This he, is life's purpose. Wasn't he in that whole like Scientology film where they were blackmailing him and all that shit. The HBO one. Uh, maybe it's maybe I'm thinking of something else, but I always read that he was being blackmailed and he had a secret gay lifestyle and all that stuff. And they had dirt. Well, oh, I heard about the truth. Tra- sure. Yeah. Uh, well, the life, I thought that sounds more like Travolta to me, but Tom Cruise too. I thought they did yeah. the same thing with all these uh, celebrities. What are they going to find on Hulk Hogan? Holy shit. Imagine well, the, yeah, rest, I, we the know racial slurs. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, worse ones, though. Oh, well, God. maybe for Hogan, I, right, like, the appeal is they're promising him a way to get his career back if he advocates for them. Maybe that's the trade. Yeah. And also, like, I don't know, is do it that. that they find stuff about the people or that when you join, you have to voluntarily tell them this information and then they yeah. just have it to hold over your head? Right. Going well, forward. Well, yeah, but that's still the same effect, isn't it? If they have it to hold over your head. I mean, even if you volunteered it, you know, voluntarily. Yeah. But what if they do have a way to make Hulk Hogan a star again, they deserve to be a religion. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I might sign up. There might be a real miracle. Like, honestly, <laughs> there might be the first one we find. Oh, this is his current lady hmm. who's like a big Scientology lady. That's not his granddaughter. That's his girlfriend. Oh, OK. That's his partner. What's her deal? Where did do is she famous for something or is she just some random? Uh, she's uh Mandy. Well, look up this. This is her, Mandy Moreno. Nor 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 does she. Wait, she's calling uh, Mr. Hogan, or is that someone else's post? No, this is her post. She calls him Mr. Hogan. Her, his girlfriend calls him Mr. Hogan? That is kind of weird. And also, it brings back memories from my childhood. Ugh. What do you mean? Uh, like, she's saying she remembers him. Like, oh. she's dating a guy she remembers from her childhood. I think maybe this is someone else's post, and, and she knows the woman. Yeah. It says, lunch at Carolyn's with Mr. Hogan today. I bet you she's Carolyn. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Come on, Rob. Because mm. I'm not seeing anything famous pop up when uh, I look for that. We'll look up Carolyn. Oh, I do prefer That's though a that fairly she... common name. I kind of do prefer that his girlfriend calls him Mr. Hogan. Though. That's kind of funny. <laughs> that was Hulk Hogan, the character at the gay orgy, not Terry Bollea. Says oh, Daddy. So, like the same way, like Vince McMahon calls himself Mr. McMahon in the show. This is the same thing, Mr. Hogan. You only call me Mr. Hogan, brother. Carolyn's is the name of a restaurant. Hmm. Oh, well, maybe she does call him Mr. Hogan then. This is all very confusing. This is just what Scientology does to you. They spread misinformation. You don't know which, which end is up. And they make your girlfriend call you Mr. Hogan. 
You know something, brother? Sky Daly is, I guess, is her name. Where'd you get them? You're, now you're just making up names. What is happening? I, I, I just Googled. Have they gotten the to you, too? Her name is I, Tyne Daly? <laughs> I Googled I, I Googled who is Hulk Hogan's current girlfriend, and, and uh, it popped up Sky Daly. Oh, Sky Daly. They were together backstage at Brett Michaels' concert in Clearwater, Florida. Could there be a more on-brand sentence that Hulk Hogan was backstage at a Brett Michaels' concert in Clearwater, Florida? Yes, he said the uh, N word there. That's that's how well, it could be more. <laughs> and he lied about being in a band in the band that he's watching. She's I mean, y- Brett Michaels probably would thing. have him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just says that she's a yoga instructor. That's it. Oh, okay. That I believe. He wasn't doing no yoga though. He met her outside in the strip mall. Oh wait, no, he's apparently broken up with uh Sky. Oh, this already. this oh. rabbit hole keeps widening. <laughs> sort of like his when he was on the toilet in that video. <laughs> oh, it's got rabbits in there. Let him out. It was rabbit parmesan that he was eating. Oh, call the ASPCA. Oh. By the way, Dusty Rhodes Muffler uh has today's RIP. It is rest in Pafo. Oh, RIP Lenny Pafo. So, uh, okay, so Sky Daly was the Scientologist that he was dating for a year, uh-huh. uh, and the thought is she may have introduced him to other Scientologists who then parlayed into the Tom Cruise introduction. Did he make her call him Mr. Hogan, too? <laughs> so, but he's broken up with her now. Yes. Yes, it looks so. Uh, Go back to yoga, dude. <laughs> I got brother. no more use for you, brother. <laughs> Do you think he calls he even calls his girlfriend brother. brother when they're yes, brother. Suck my yeah. dick, brother. That's oh, right so there, close, brother. brother. Deeper, brother. <laughs> he says, "Is she fucking him with a strap on?" Deeper, brother. Get it, this other my... brother in the saw to try to get at the head of my dick, brother. <laughs> no collectors come near Mister <laughs> Hogan, dude. Hit my back wall, Mean Gene. Can they have a droplet of cum on a pole match? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know something, Collector? I was in the gorilla position with that stinky, dirty Sergeant Slaughter, brother. There was no more camouflage. It was all one shade of cum and the other shade of cum, dude. Listen up, Collector. Where you gonna come when Hulk Hogan comes wild on you? <laughs> when I rip off my Hulkamaniac jersey and I take three rent boys and put them on my back, dude, and I start backstroking down the river of cum in Clearwater, Florida, brother. <laughs> oh, my God. That is an amusement park they have down there, by oh, the way. The river of that. cum. Sounds like a fun oh, ride. Tubin. <laughs> Down the lazy uh, cum river. Oh, it says here that uh, Hogan uh, uh, separated from Sky Daily after she whipped him with a yappa pie strap. <laughs> oh. Walking Mirror said, Serve me up a yappa cream pie, dude. Whoo. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> 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 
Wow. Brother. Apple pie a la mode, apparently. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Gay Hulk Hogan somehow not an improvement. I don't know. He's still offensive. Yeah, he's pro- and also probably somehow still racist and homophobic. You know, sure. Is he homophobic? Is there that something that slipped by me that he's homophobic? Was there a story? No, just, just I, I just imagine Gay Hulk Hogan is, is homophobic. You know, whoa, brother, Hulk will let you suck his dick, but don't don't try to kiss him, the Hulkster, brother. Why are they always <laughs> trying to shove the gay agenda down our throats, Mean Gene, dude? <laughs> uh, no, I bet, you know, uh, all kidding aside, I bet Hulk is, is fine with, with gay people. You know, I bet he's LGBT. I mean, there were quite a few of them around in the wrestling scenes. Yeah. They interacted with them at some point. Right, right. Yeah, that's what I'm like. I'm sure, you know, he was close with Pat Patterson and, and all that. I mean, he's a gay icon. Yeah, you know, he certainly had the uh, the art, the body archetype for the 80s, for sure. And the baldness at age 30 made him like a, <laughs> a daddy, you know, kind of. No. Uh, I hear you. <laughs> Go ahead. My mic's working. <laughs> I was worried for a second. Well, you know something, brother. Well, you know something, brother. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> is right. it the scat play? That's why he made that video earlier. What you gonna do when when I <laughs> dump my steamer right on your face, dude? <laughs> That's what his OnlyFans is. Oh, taking dumps on people? Yeah, and he tells you what he ate right before taking the shit. Can you request a certain meal? Yes. Subscriber? (laughs) You know, this is something that actually for sure exists, right? There's got to be like women that take dumps on video and that you could pay to request the kind of meal. You think there's someone who has a talent for excreting uh, undigested, partially undigested food so that the person can see what partially what it was like a veal Ugh. i want a veal parm and the shit is like half veal parm still intact can you do that i know with corn i don't know about a fucking i can do parm. it i know i can do it involuntarily sometimes <laughs> like some of my food you know comes out the other end and it's visible but maybe they're better than me at it god damn on command um, I don't want to linger too much on, on, on the Hulkster. I know we're talking Aww. about something more important, but uh, I did want to share this video. Apparently Hulk Hogan met Brett Michaels with his Scientologist ex-girlfriend. There's a one minute video. So let's, let me just play this really quick. This is scary. Yep. Let's see. First of all, let's see if she's attractive. This is like the Spider-Man meme. How are you She looks exactly like what I would think would date Hulk Hogan. Yeah, she's yeah. like a younger version of his wife slash daughter. And, right. and you're right, Sid. It's like a medium versus an XL version of the same person. Yeah. <laughs> both, trying to, both trying to cover up their bald spot. But I wonder what kind of like halfway <laughs> self-respecting younger, 30 years younger woman would date Hulk Hogan. Like he's just so hmm. withered. Well, maybe she has that Sid thing going, you know? Or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> She, also, uh, I don't, is she 30 or younger? It seems like she's had a lot of work done, so who can tell? 
Well, he's like 70 anyway. Well, yeah, he's certainly she's certainly a few generations younger than Hulk. Sure. She's probably more Brett Michaels' age than Hulk Hogan's age. But she like, just looks like a Republican car dealer's wife or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's who you meet in Clearwater, Florida. Let's 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 watch this. Let's listen to this interaction between the two of them. Oh, okay. no. What are the odds Hulk thinks this is Axel Rose? <laughs> and if it's not, he's going to tell people that anyway. What's so funny is he says, trying to keep up with you young guys. He's referring to Brett Michaels as a young guy. <laughs> he thinks that's Shawn Michaels with the hat. <laughs> we had a great match together in WrestleMania, brother. <laughs> SummerSlam. SummerSlam, yeah. Okay, you have to do me. You have to do me one favor. Yes. If you don't mind. Are you fan? My son. Nick. Oh God, he's a fan too. He said you need Is there any way you can face on? Let's do it. What a weird thing. My son Nick. He says that when he crashed that car, Unskinny Bop was playing on the radio. What a weird, like, already have him ready on FaceTime, then, if you're going to do that. Well, I never thought he'd say yes, dude. Is that Scott Steiner? Who's the guy with the goatee? <laughs> no idea. No, Scott, Scott Steiner's not hanging out with Hulk Hogan. Also, He's the fact that Hulk is wearing an NWO shirt, like, you're in yeah. character <laughs> out at a fucking concert, so... and Brett Michaels is wearing a Brett Michaels shirt. Like, what? Oh, it's like a room full of that oh, guy. No. And she's wearing a Scientology shirt. <laughs> <laughs> What a bunch of fucking dipshits. Florida. Yeah. How was that show though, Rob? You went too, right? Yeah, it was good. It was yeah. good. Uh when when he when he I didn't expect him to do so much poison material, but it, it worked. You only you showed up just for his solo. <laughs> yeah, for stuff. the solo stuff. Quite Does Quentin Tarantino have loved solo? it. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was so weird. He was in Clearwater for some reason. <laughs> I could not focus on the show. Every time, every song that Brett Michaels would play, I turned to Greg Tito just to see how he reacted. You know, to see <laughs> does he have his lighter? Out? Out? <laughs> Fuck! I better get my lighter out. <laughs> He's an opinion leader. He's just there for Brett Michaels' feet. <laughs> okay, never been a fan of Brett Michaels. Okay, but <laughs> when Rob Pesbani was going to the show, so of course I have to go and see. I have to go and see Brett Michaels. Okay, it's it's good. <laughs> it's very good. It's like a coked up Trump, basically. Yes, with the hand, he does the same <laughs> hand thing. Brett Michaels, uh, not great, not the best part of the band. <laughs> C.C. DeVille, much better, much more talented. From Brooklyn. There was a really good Trump video this week. Oh, Let's oh. play this really quick. Uh, really good Trumpisms about him describing Air Force One. Oh, I remember. He, oh, I have to preface this and say this is not the bombastic Trump. This is this Trump where he sounds like Stuart from Mad TV. <laughs> Very quiet. When we're landing in the desert, we're landing, and I'm saying, they told me, sir, turn off your lights, please. <laughs> Why? Why? An hour before landing. <laughs> please uh, turn off your lights, sir. Why? Why would I turn off my because I don't want to turn off the light. Here we've got $17 million <laughs> in the Middle East that we can't land. 
spending seven trillion, and by the way, millions of people killed. If you include the other side, which I include, Pope knows that. I love that. It's so great. You just get canceled by every Republican, Alex. Which I include. I I love that. I like millions of people killed. If you include Muslims, which I do, I include them. They're people, I guess. Include the other side, which I include. But we spent trillions and trillions. They said, "Turn off your light." Then they come in. They not only turn off the lights, like, they put down the like, shades. And it's so dark. It's dark and so it's we're scary. an hour out, and I went up to the front of the cockpit because I love going with these. I love cock. Best pilots. I love Best pilots. Best pilots. Best pilots. These guys are the best people. Anybody fly Air Force One in this room? No. I heard some guy over there. Anybody ever? The best pilots. So we're out there, and we're getting ready to land. He said, "I said." Captain, uh, Captain, I'm a little nervous. I don't see any lights. Where's your runway, sir? <laughs> Turn ahead. He said, I have pretty good vision, Captain. I don't see anything ahead. It's there, sir. I have the best and then vision. You, hear, you know, the mechanical, the quarter mechanical. 2020. Wait, Beautiful I don't like that year. I lost. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> he caught himself. <laughs> At least it's a computer. Beautiful voice. Uh, Beautiful voice. 1,000. 1,000 means you're at 1,000 feet. That's very low. <laughs> Not good flying height. 1,000. <laughs> 900. 800. 700. Say, Captain. I, I said, I'm sitting back there. I'm trying to be. Captain, I don't see a runway up there. I, see I love what he's saying. No, Swallowing his voice. He went into bombastic Trump for a minute. Tomorrow, if I was an agent, I'd make him a movie star. All of these guys. <laughs> so like, just, go back and play that again. <laughs> yeah, we got. This is my favorite trope movie. He's like, ah, oh, that is. How many? How many, the movie. how many sexy men were in the room with him, <laughs> in the plane? That's what he's saying. Captain, I don't see a runway up there. <laughs> no, we're fine, sir. This guy, you had see the guy. Crew cut, handsome as hell. I could take him to Hollywood tomorrow if I was an agent. I'd make him a movie star. All of these guys, like Central Cast, started circle jerking. <laughs> then the collector came. The collector came. Uh, he oh, put no. his head right next to my penis, right as I was about to ejaculate. And I says, "Who are you?" I says, "Who is this guy? He's right next to my penis. I don't understand." He says, "I'm the collector." I said, "Oh, okay. I can take you to Hollywood. You could be in any gay porn you want." This is the redistribution of wealth. Trump isn't for that. If I was the if I was the president, you could catch all the cum and the Sunset Strip. The collector is like the estate tax. <laughs> it's a portion of what he intends to give to this person. I says, who are you? I says, you got your head right next to my balls. Who are you? <laughs> Guy with the crew cut says, it's fine. It's fine. President. All right. I listen to the crew cut. I am red. I'm turning red. <laughs> you look like Trump. You're orange now. I don't think they ever had a problem in their life. So this perfect-looking guy with a perfect-looking oh. co-pilot and perfect-looking people all over the place. I never great saw so ass, many great people operate a plane, but these are minor details. That's why it's called Air Force One in the United States, right? What? We have five telephone operators. I might make one call, right? I'll call our first lady. How you feeling? Everything good? Boom. That's a They wait for call, me to sir. make calls. So we're landing. We're getting 700. I say, so Captain, I say, sir, it's fine. Hello. He's going to go through every hundred, every 500, 400. We have to have another part of the story. So 
We just landed in someone's apartment. <laughs> and then Hulk Hogan was there. He didn't reveal Paul. I don't understand what he's doing here. Nothing. And uh, Captain, we're okay, right? Yes. Yes, sir. And then all of a sudden, 200, 100. I just closed my eyes. Bing, bing, boom. <laughs> no lights, nothing. I said, good. In fact, I checked immediately. I wanted to see whether or not I could award myself as president the Congressional Medal of Honor. For, <laughs> right? For, for making a, a play? See, but I don't know, Steve. I don't think it would have. I, I don't think it would have played. I don't think the, the fake news media back there would like it. I think they this is. be happy with that. He's trying a strategy here, and I'm being totally honest here. I think he, that's a self-deprecating story that he was scared on the plane. I think this is a conscious thing because this is not like Trump at all. Like, I think someone got into his head and said, you know, you lost. Trust me, you lost. And you have to change something. And I think he's trying to be, like, relatable. Uh, do you agree with that? Yeah, I don't know how relatable he's being because uh, yesterday I, he put out a new video where he basically wants to make trans people illegal. So, no, but he's not trying to relate to those people. Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah, trying yeah. to relate to trans people. Yeah. The thing that in my hesitation in believing that is usually when they're trying to rein him in, you could feel and see him sort of fighting it even as he's doing what he's supposed to. And this felt way too like in the flow of things and he wasn't yeah. really resisting the self-deprecating stuff. He just yeah. sounds like a pussy know. though. Like he sounds like he almost I mean, died on the plane. Bing bang <laughs> bing bang boom we're on the ground. <laughs> we're on the ground. I don't know what happened. I was under my chair. <laughs> ran into the collector down there and I was like, oh, the view's not too bad from down here. <laughs> he can see the hole on the flashlight. He knows what it is. I didn't close the tray table in front of me as I usually would on a plane. Uh, in other news, uh, uh, we did get an email from Israeli guy. And uh, he does point out that in Israel, uh, the you know on the store shelves of department stores, this is what somebody uh, found, which was the oh, no. the Ramstein uh, perfume, et a perfume for her, which is called Pussy. So that doesn't smell like pussy, I'm assuming. I've never smelled. I cannot speak to it. Pussy is not a monolith. It could smell like a particular pussy. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a general scent with variations, I would say. You don't agree with that? <laughs> I don't want to be caught on audio recording saying that. Oh, I understand. No, I think there's like a feminine scent, but of course everyone has their own touches to it. But I think there's a, a, a running theme of pussy's smell. Is Ramstein's pussy, is, that, is it for men or women? This, this is for women. Is it popular? Not, I don't know. It's based on their hit single of the same name. I'm sure it's, uh, you have a pussy, I have a dicker. That one? Mm -hmm. So what's the problem? Let's, Let's do, do it quick. quick. Wait, this is an actual song? Yeah. Yes. And, and the video is that they, they got porn stars to just fuck. And they and they like sort of deep fake their faces onto the porn stars. 
the bad. Isn't that bit. like an old Aphex Twin move? Didn't they do that with some I videos back in the day? I don't know. <sighs> All right. It's a lovely video. It's years old, right? Probably 10 years Yeah, old. it's over a decade old, yeah. Uh, he also shared some videos of uh, of women uh, of this woman, the Midwestern mom, making Jello, and, and his comment was, "How is this any better than Holodietz?" Mm. Well, it it is Holodietz essentially. Well, this lady looks interesting. Midwestern mom, and welcome to my sick kitchen. And this is going to be an unhinged version of Minnesota salads that aren't really salads. <laughs> Dissolve a small package of lime jello in three quarter cup boiling water. And add half a cup of mayonnaise to this. Like, one cup celery, one cup of shredded carrots, um, half a cup. I of feel this. like she's being held at gunpoint. <laughs> like, what's going on? I think it's just like a character, right? Onions, half a diced green pepper because otherwise it'll be too spicy. And you're going to put that in your mayonnaise and jello mixture. Oh, I forgot the cottage cheese. Oh. This recipe yes. also calls for Hold it in. You wouldn't want to have mushy jello salad. Now, what we? Three, two, one, here we go. This is definitely worse than Holidays. Mm, well, cottage cheese ruins everything. It's in. Oh, agreed. It's not that bad. <laughs> okay. This woman is on a lot of hallucinations. Why am I making these? Yeah, I don't know. Trying to improve this recipe. (laughs) You're into retro. Uh, okay. There's apparently a thing on TikTok where, like, you just make shitty food, and that's supposed to be funny. I think it's it's like a an epidemic. And then you make millions of dollars. Yeah, I don't like it. It feels like a waste. Yeah, I agree with that. Oh, hi there! It's that Midwestern mom and. Minnesota salads that aren't really salads. And let me tell you, tonight's going to be a lightning round of Minnesota salads because we're not making one, two, three, four. We're making six for the potluck tomorrow. So hold on to your girdle because here we go. There's been a very interesting conversation on the internet about the pink stuff versus the green stuff. We're going to make This woman definitely homeschools her kids. Two green, two pink, one yellow, one orange. And you let me know which one you like the most. It's also 10 p.m. the night before the potluck. And I had this brilliant idea around 8 p.m. But at least my mom had most of the ingredients at her house. For pink stuff number one, start with eight ounces cottage cheese and mix in a small box I of can't strawberry take this jello. Anymore. Yeah, you this really is, use any red. Yeah. This seems like a side character in a MST3K episode. Like I can uh, see that one of the skits, or like uh, at if if you ever watched at home with Amy Sedaris, this would be like one of the guests. I didn't ever saw that. It was a delightful show, and it was definitely this kind of vibe, like a Martha Stewart kind of. But like a Midwestern Martha Stewart, but deranged. Yeah, she's insane. I got the seen trailers and all that. Yeah, that was. I'm not hungry now. Thank you for that, Rob. Good. Of course, you could send us videos like that. Forces to watch RIP livecast at gmail.com. It's the email address. And uh, I want to talk about our Patreon, patreon.com slash RIPLiveCast. Show your support. There are some bones. Five bucks a month, you get two bonus episodes a month. Uh, it's very nice. Well, two boners uh, episodes. Mm. It depends which one they are. There's some boner episodes in there. Yeah, that's the most recent one. Yep. We talk about 
big dig problems, little dig problems. We talk about uh yeah, a guy who lost a job allegedly because of his big pain. Go through some sexual things. We do a full episode. There's a full episode of timeless sexual stories that we go through that felt a little too explicit for the main show because you know we're very tasteful here on the main show as as indicated by this week's episode yeah it's really just stuff we didn't get to yeah not too explicit for the main show (laughs) and uh also we have two we go through the two hour sharon osborne bio docu series or whatever it is it's brutal it's very forgiving of Sharon, but we we are not forgiving of Sharon, and uh, we let her have it. Uh, and then the collector let... came in at the end. <laughs> and... Uh, and... I'm not into that kind of Sharon. <laughs> so plenty on there, patreon.com slash RIP, a live cast. And uh, if you want to... Throw us a few extra bones, 10 bucks a month. You become a top live cast fan of the week. Get a shout out at the end of the show, which will be in just a few minutes. But before that, I want to talk about our uh, RAPL live cast music break, which is a Spotify playlist. It's a free playlist you can get on Spotify every week. We add to it. And uh, there's a bunch of good tunes on there. Uh, For me this week, the song that I picked, I've been uh, getting into some early chicago house this week i've been deep diving into house music don't use the word deep when talking about chicago you might send the wrong message (laughs) uh it's pretty it's a pretty fascinating story uh there's a great documentary on youtube it's 40 minutes it was called i was there the history of chicago deep house and it's very punk rock how it happened Uh, basically these djs just would sample all the good parts of disco songs and then one day this guy had his favorite record stolen. He was very upset about it. And rather than go and buy a new version of the record, he was like, you know what? I'm going to make my own record. And that's basically how House started. Uh, and so uh, I play one of the f- earliest House songs, not the earliest, but one of the earliest. And definitely one that still sounds like it's from the future. It's called, it's actually, the artist is actually called Future with a PH. And the song is Acid Tracks. It's the birth of Acid House. It has all those funky Africa Bambata type sounds in it. So it's really cool. Okay. Uh, Sid, what did you pick? Uh, this is one of the rare weeks when uh, my pick is the most recent song of the three of us by decades. <laughs> I picked a new song by the band Fake Names, which is sort of a punk rock hardcore supergroup featuring uh it's got member the lead singer of refused it's got brian baker from bad religion and minor threat it's got brendan canty from fugazi it's got a couple other dc hardcore legends and it's a it's it's a, it's a good song it's I, it's it's one of those cases where the the sum is not as great as the individual parts it's just like a pretty standard like garage punk song if you're expecting it to be as good as like the best of Refused or Fugazi, you'll be disappointed. But if you're coming with the proper level of expectations, you'll be you'll be entertained by the song. It's not bad. You'll be entertained. You'll be entertained. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a song called by the band Fake Names. Called Delete Myself. Check it out. Music is not from Central Casting. Well, I. 
picked uh, a song by the CA Quintet called Bury Me in a Marijuana Field. Oh, I had a um, I had like a little folder of funny songs and I just was going through it, seeing what broken links there are and fixing different things on my file system. And that song was there and I knew Rob would love this song, just even the concept of the song, not really the song itself, but it's just very like uh, hippie, almost sounds like Grateful Dead almost. Uh, and there used to be a lot of these novelty pot songs, I remember. Uh, when I was a kid, they were already like 10 years old, you know, something like that. But, uh, yeah, it's very laid back and very funny. It's about, uh, when I die, I want to be buried in a marijuana field. And then you can, uh, you can, I'll be reborn as a plant and you can roll me into a joint oh. and smoke me. Up. I like that. You know, I never thought about it before, but yeah, I mean, I definitely want to be cremated. That's for sure. But then, yeah, like uh, spread my ashes in a marijuana field. Let me uh, let me create new life. Is that sanitary? <laughs> Why not? Why can't that be used as fertilizer? Yeah, I don't know if it'll actually fertilize the plant, yeah. but I, I don't think it would hurt them though. Uh, and he goes, know. "Roll, roll a joint up out of me." <laughs> that beautiful. Very I'm nice. tearing up. Uh -huh. Listen to it. Listen to it. Very dated and old sounding, but it's a very nice thought. Yeah. All right. And uh, as for our top live cast fans of the week, it's a $10 Patreon perk. You get all the perks of the uh, $5 bonus episodes. And uh, you get a shout out at the end of the show, which is right now. Uh, how should we do it? Uh, Darren, do you want to do it as Trump uh, talking to his pilots <laughs> to land, land his plane? Uh, or Hulk Hogan? Maybe one of you is Hulk and the other is Trump, and you're going back and forth. All right, who's gonna be? What should I be? <laughs> yeah, Darren, you be Hulk Hogan. Rob, you be Trump. Okay. All right, stand by. Go. Okay. You know, when I walk walk into the cockpit, you know, I love I love the cock, and I say, Eric <laughs> Benjamin, where where are the lights? Where are the lights, Eric? You know, brother, I remember back in the day when Dan R, Sam, I am, and Mindy Mayer's keeper brother, we used to fly on planes back and forth. Coast to coast with Metallica when we were all in a band together, dude. Uh, I remember that. I was with you. I was flying those planes. We would go to Shasura Sasusits. We'd go to my casino there. I would get a little cattle decaf with Robert Vampiro. We would make a lot of money. We would make a lot of money. And then Hugo, he likes tacos. And we would go to the Mexican place. And I'd say, oh, that doesn't work for Donald Trump's stomach. Those tacos are giving me a little bit of a steamer problem, dude. But I'm just going to take a little Lando Danks and LaCroix and reminisce, brother, about the times when I played for the San Francisco Giants, dude. <laughs> yes, and you know, I, I talked to Corey and Scotty H, wonderful people, right from Central Casting, never had a problem in their lives. And I told them, I said, this Hulk Hogan, he is going to be the best pitcher for the New York Yankees we've ever seen. <laughs> and Doug Pigman said to me, are you sure he can pitch? And I said, Douglas, who are you, Levison? Well, then I said, brother, hey, guys, it's Josh. That's what I said when I slammed that big, stinking, nasty giant at WrestleManias 1 through 34, dude. <laughs> <laughs> nice uh so that's us thank you as always we'll be back next week 
Hopefully you can join us. If not, listen to the archives. We'll see you then. Kisses.